Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. In this segment, what fun national days are there for the last few days of January? I kind of get excited about all the made-up national days that we have, uh, and I'm enjoying following along with those, and I thought you might as well. What does your loan has been approved with conditions mean as a new buyer if I made an application for a loan and I got comments back that said your loan is approved with conditions, I would be thinking, what? It's either approved or it's not approved. We're going to talk about that. And then how do you know if you're selling your home to an iBuyer for too little? In fact, what is an iBuyer? My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without, without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you learning anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. If you want to connect with us, and we hope you do, go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas, request your neighborhood, be featured in our Neighborhood Spotlight segment. Most of all, just visit today. We'd love for you to be a podcast subscriber as well. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people on a monthly basis who listen to the podcast and watch our videos on YouTube and actually are, are, are like our Facebook business page, Go Gaddis Real Estate. And they see our videos, and we just love interacting with homeowners and real estate professionals all throughout Metro Atlanta, really, and all over the United States. What are some fun national days in the last few days of the month? Today, January 29th, is National Puzzle Day. Each year on January 29th, National Puzzle Day recognizes how exercising our brains with puzzles is one of its many benefits. The reality is, is every time I start working on a puzzle, my brain hurts so bad I have to stop. But I know, for example, my, my daughters love to do jigsaw puzzles. Whether it's a crossword, jigsaw, trivia, word search, brain teasers, or whatever, puzzles put our minds to work. When we work, for example, on a jigsaw puzzle, we use both sides of the brain. Puzzles also offer social benefits when we work on these brain teasers, brain teasers with someone, we improve our social interactions. Wow, I'm going to stereotype here for a minute, but maybe we need to get some of our younger residents who keep their nose in their phones all the time to start doing more puzzles so they'll learn how to interact with one another better. In social situations, whether we join a group or play with our children, those interactions keep us socially active and teach our children social skills, too. On January the 31st, it is National Backward Day. This day provides an opportunity to reverse our ways. There's a lot of things from 2021 that I need to work on reversing. I'm not sure that's the meaning of this. Our direction or simply our shirt. You could have dessert for breakfast, perhaps. Let imagination be your guide. This very day is very popular with school-age kids, but there's no age limit. I used to let things like this pass me by and not at least think about them or celebrate them, and I'm turning over a new leaf because the reality is, is almost all of the important things that happen in life are the things that happen as the fillers of each one of the days. I was always trying to achieve something new or have another piece of recognition or do a new radio show or accomplish something big. And I'm afraid that for most of the 53 years of my life up to date, I have not paid attention to the things that are seemingly insignificant about a day. Here's some tips on how to observe National Backward Day. Number one, go out the back door instead of the door you normally go out of. Have dinner for breakfast and breakfast for dinner. 
Say goodbye to everyone you see all day long instead of hello. Twiddle your pinkies, not your thumbs. I'm not even sure I'm coordinated enough to do that. Wear your sweatshirt backward and write your name backward. I've never done that. I probably could. Interesting fact, Leonardo da Vinci wrote backwards. Not only did the artist and inventor write from left to right, but he also wrote his letters backwards. January 29th, National Puzzle Day. January 31st, National Backward Day. My question for you is how will you celebrate those special days with people around you? How would you believe your, what would you believe if your lender failed to tell you everything that was needed from you early on in the process to qualify for a mortgage and you found out at the last minute that you couldn't qualify or there were more hurdles for you to jump through. What kind of stress would this cause you? We've got a listener question from Sarah in Sugar Hill. She says, we're looking to buy our first home and we have heard the term your loan has been approved with conditions. What does that mean? And that very simply means, Sarah, that your loan has been approved provided you do the following things. So let me give me an example. As part of submitting a loan application, you have to submit bank statements. The last two months' worth of bank statements, they want to know where your money's coming from for the down payment. Those bank statements will sometimes be five or six pages long, but all of the important information is just on the first couple of pages. So somebody submits their bank statement and they submit the first two pages, but it says page one of five, page two of five, three of five, four of five, and five of five. So three, four, and five of five, they're missing. And the underwriter knows that they have to have all five pages of your bank statements in order for them to qualify, in order for whoever the investor is going to be in that mortgage, whoever's going to buy it from the bank where you get your loan, they're going to make that requirement. So approved with conditions is fairly common. It's really just like a fancy pants way of saying we need to ask you some more questions and get a little more information, but it shouldn't be scary. Borrowers might be asked to provide additional documentation as we discussed And they want to make sure that the processing department or the underwriting department feels like they can move forward with the loans. Once you satisfy these conditions, you'll be much closer to buying and be fully, really fully pre-approved. So in many cases, they say you're approved with conditions, and the condition is that you got to get clean title on the property, meaning they won't make the loan to you unless you get a clean title on the property, which means the seller's got to be able to pass a good and marketable title to you at closing in a lot of cases, it is it is approved and it is conditioned on you finding a home or your loan is approved and it is conditioned on the home appraising for at least the purchase price. So it's not always something that you need to provide. In some cases, it is approved contingent or conditional to something that someone else in the home buying process needs to do. So my suggestion for you, Sarah in Sugar Hill, is that if your loan has been approved with conditions, then you need to make sure you understand exactly what those conditions are. The ones that you have control over and that you can provide information to the lender on, do it. Give them everything they're looking for and do it as fast as you can. The ones that are conditions that you have to rely on somebody else to do, then just make sure you know who is responsible and when it will be done. Sarah, if you have questions, about that or anything else, 770-497-0000 is the number. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here 
on AM 920 The Answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords out there make the best decisions whenever possible in buying, selling, or investing in real estate. In fact, if you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, we think we can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. You heard that right. We have people all the time who come to us who need a little extra money to make some improvements to their home and our program offers what's called a rehab and refresh budget of up to $15,000. We have recently invested as little as twelve dollars or $13,000 in a property and sold that property for thirty-five dollars or $40,000 more than it would have otherwise sold for because people are willing to pay more for a property they can move in to and don't have to make any changes. It also comes with a customized maximum value plan. That doesn't mean anything to you, but that is the way of figuring out just how high you can push the value of your home. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more. Put in a little information. I'll get with you myself. What if you sold your home to one of the big iBuyers, Open Door, OfferPad, or any other iBuyer and realized within about 60 days of closing that you took $30,000 from your pocket and you put it into theirs? How angry would this make you? Stephen and Marietta wrote in saying, we're trying to decide if it makes sense to sell to Open Door, but we're worried we're selling for too little. How do we decide? And the reality is, Stephen, the way you should decide is you should have somebody analyze all of the options for you. I read something uh, just a few days ago, and um, don't quote me on the number because I don't have it in front of me. But if you looked at the difference in what an iBuyer bought a home for and what iBuyer sold the home for, it's normally within 45 days. And that difference is something like $26,000. $26,000. And in many cases, the fees on those transactions are equal to or greater than what you would pay a real estate professional anyway. So I'm not saying, Stephen, that you shouldn't consider selling your house for twenty-five dollars or $30,000 less than you might sell it for if you sold it on your own because your situation might make selling it quickly more important to you than how much you sell it for. And that's great. That's fine. But my suggestion is before you, Stephen, or anybody else sell your home to Open Door or OfferPad or anybody else, any other company that is in the iBuyer space, that you have a very detailed conversation with a real estate professional that you trust to help you understand the different options. And in many cases, there's four different ways to sell houses and buy houses. And you need to know what all of those options are. And you need to know what the financial consequences, meaning what will be the consequence of you doing this way versus this way versus this way. In many cases, a good real estate professional, and we'd love for you to consider us in helping you sell your home. We'd interview for that job, if you will. Uh, a lot of times we can put a lot more money in your pocket than if you sell through something like or to something like an iBuyer. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our Neighborhood Spotlight segment, Centennial Place in Woodstock is going to be featured. in, And also housing starts for the month, or excuse me, year to date, are continuing to increase, which is a very, very exciting thing. And then what about Polly Pipe? What if you have polypipe in your house, polybutylene pipe? Is that something you should worry about? We've got those topics and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. 